If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good.
edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash icon on your radio dial. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate you tuning into the program. Don't forget iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Easy way to take the show with you anywhere. Free download for your smartphone or your tablet. Uh, and, of course, you can catch the podcast there. You can catch us uh, live on iHeartRadio and TuneIn Radio. Uh, again, just fantastic digital platforms. Uh, and, of course, NashFM106.1.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but I promise you we're on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, all you do is search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll be able to find that fairly easily. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And uh, today on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, uh, we covered it all. Uh, Jeff Duncan, Normal.com, Tom Spicune, advocate, and, of course, uh, a contributor to Fox 8 Sports was on, and uh, we talked everything from Arch Manning to um, LSU Tulane football, Pels, uh, Saints, Breakers. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think what we didn't talk about. Uh, go College World Series. Uh, so hope you, you got a chance to tune in today at uh, 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV or the WLAE-TV YouTube page. If not, plenty of ways to catch us. 6 p.m. tonight on LAE, 10 p.m. tonight on The Deuce, WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock LAE. Uh, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Today on the program, Ed Daniels of WGNO Channel 26 Sports is going to join us at 4.35. Will Guillory of The Athletic will join us at 5.15. And Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show, will join us at 5.35 this afternoon. So a pretty full show for you. I'm going to take the first um, uh, first couple segments on the program and uh, want to remind everybody, our fantastic sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Please continue to support those great sponsors like our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. The Bader Brothers have been so good to me. Uh, and also, again, a, a longtime sponsor of this program. Uh, it was good to, good to see them win their court case this week when it comes came to business interruption insurance, uh, you know, setting a precedent uh, for uh, especially those in the hospitality industry to be able to get paid. Uh, especially in, in the aftermath of, again, the uh, pandemic. Uh, and uh, they've got some fantastic restaurants for you, including, again, the Mothership, Oceana Grill, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day, opening up at 8 a.m. and closing at 1 a.m. daily. That's seven days a week. Mambo's, again, with, again, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Uh, check them out right next door is the Hideout Bar, again, between, Mondo, between Mambo's and, of course, the great food, cocktails, and the sight lines, and then the fantastic live music right next door at the Hideout Bar. You can make it a night right there, just in the whole 400 block of Bourbon Street. But also Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villain Veterans and Mentoring. Uh, again, open late, seven days a week for you for lunch and dinner. And, uh, yeah, folks, again, checking out all the ball games, checking out, you know, like tonight. You might want to want to be able to check it out, uh, the uh, the draft. Want to see what other, some other things that, that are on you know, sports-wise. Uh, then, man, you got to go to Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. Great for a Sunday, NFL Sunday, or, again, a, a college football Saturday, or anytime you want to grab a great meal over at Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. And, of course, uh, this half hour brought to you by our good friends over at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving uh, lunch and dinner seven days a week. Uh, first of all, the dining rooms are beautiful. Uh, you walk through the dining room, the first, down, first floor dining room, and yes, you got these beautiful picture windows overlooking Bourbon Street. You want to do some people watching? You can do it right there. Bar right there in the middle of the, uh, of the restaurant, tables all around. If you walk all the way to the back, you've got a beautiful French Quarter courtyard. 
uh, stunning during the day, uh, spectacular during the night. Uh, and yes, you can dine, have cocktails there. It's a great little, it's a great spot. Then again, move to the second or third floors, oh, Bourbon Street balconies on both. With our joining private rooms, private restroom, have your next event over at Old New Orleans Cookery. It's a fantastic place to have an event. Or if not, there's, again, they use the second and third floors for overflow. So, again, their, their patrons don't have to stand in line. So, look, uh, get out there and enjoy a great meal at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. How about Old New Orleans Cookery? To find out more, uh, nolacookery.com. Again, perfect night out for, again, um, uh, date night, trying to close the deal. Maybe, again, you're getting together with friends or family. It's in the 200 block of Bourbon Street, 205 to be exact. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, um, let's jump into it. The biggest news of today that broke this morning, Arch Manning, again, grandson, what is it now? Grand, grandson of, of Arch, Archie Manning, uh, son of Cooper Manning, nephew of, uh, of Peyton and Eli Manning, uh, of, of Newman fame, just like, again, uh, uh, the three... Uh, uh, Manning brothers, and uh, he has decided to, to again uh, attend the University of Texas. Um, this was a situation where, for the 2023 class, Manning was the top player in the class, top quarterback in the class, and has been uh, has been coveted by uh, you know, every major university uh, in the country, and uh, much like his his. Um, his uncles, Eli and also uh, Peyton, uh, again, uh, uh, pretty much it was a who's who of coaches that had been to New Orleans to see those guys play, to see them, you know, not only just play football, play basketball in some cases, right? I think all three played basketball. Uh, there were some incredible coaches that were, again, uh, in, in the gym over at Newman once again, uh, checking, um, checking Arch out this time. And uh, we saw his tight end commit to, um, to the University of Texas earlier this week. And this morning, Arch Manning uh, announced that he is going to go to the University of Texas. Now, I know, look, a lot of people that are sore that LSU fans. Uh, another Manning didn't choose LSU. What did you expect? I'm just being honest, okay? Look, Archie Manning was, was born and raised in, in, in Drew, Mississippi. Uh, he was a lifelong Ole Miss Rebel fan. He went to Ole Miss and became one of the greatest, if not the greatest player in the history of Ole Miss football. Uh, again, he came to New Orleans, uh, you know, first overall pick in 1971. And, uh, and, again, Olivia and Archie made New Orleans their home. You know, there was a while there they were thinking about living in Mississippi and, 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 and you know, uh, and during the, uh, during the offseason and just living in New Orleans during, during the regular season. But that was nixed early in, in, in Archie's career. They bought a place in, in the Garden District, then bought another place when they started having kids in the Garden District, and they have become the first family of, of, of football in America. But, again, was always the first family of football here in New Orleans since, since Archie came on, on board. And, of course, they had their family here with all these great players uh, that, that, again, have, have come through the, Manning, uh, 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 through the Manning family. So when I, when, when I hear this this, this uh, you know, uh, this anger from LSU fans about not, not uh, you're, you're a Louisiana native. You, you're, you grew up in New Orleans. I mean, you, you should be going to the state school. They're different. Okay. Um, Eli wanted to go to Ole Miss. He wanted to follow, uh, again, his, his, uh, his dad. He wanted to, wanted to do that. Peyton didn't. Peyton wanted to have to trailblaze his own way. He went to the University of Tennessee. Uh, obviously, again, the, a lot of what, what they look for, the Mannings look for, is, again, what type of offense is going to be run. Uh, and, and, again, that's one of the things from we understand, Sarkeesian uh, and, and, and uh, Arch Manning have become very, very close. Um, they, again, he likes the, the, um, the offense they're going to be running at the University of Texas, 
And uh, be, because of that, you know, we, we see again that, that, again, he has decided to go to Texas. Um, I'm not, I have no ill will toward Arch Manning because he went to Texas. Neither did I have ill will toward Eli or even Peyton when, when they went to Ole Miss and Tennessee respectively. Now, as a Louisianian, as, as an LSU fan, would I have liked to have seen it? Yeah. But, you know, remember, it was Josh Booty and Peyton Manning back then when, when, uh, when, it was, when those two guys were graduating. And LSU went with Josh Booty early. And, and even if Arch, even, even if, I'm sorry, Eli, <laughs> get it again. Even if Peyton wanted to go to LSU, uh, you know, again, it was, uh, Booty was already there. So I, I have no ill will. I wish him the best, except obviously when, when, when he's playing against uh, uh, LSU. Uh, and, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Now, this is the interesting thing here. We know that, again, the, the, the defections from the American Athletic Conference, what, Houston, uh, UCF, uh, and I'm trying to think of the third. Uh, it'll come to me. We know that BYU is the, is the other team, so there are four teams that are moving into, into the Big 12. Uh, we've talked about it several times on this, on this program over the last few weeks. Uh, with those defections going in in 2023, will this hasten the move for Oklahoma and Texas to get into the SEC? Uh, as of right now, again, we don't know. But, but uh, if you talk to some of the people that are in the know, they'll say that they, they believe, especially since the, the, uh, the uh, American teams will be in that conference uh, starting in 2023, there could be a move uh, as, as quick as 2024 instead of 2025 uh, for, for Oklahoma and Texas to be able to come in, into the SEC. Why does that mean something? Well, it means something to the Mannings. I can tell you that right now. They, they, I'm sure that Arch doesn't want to be, uh, you know, in, in, in the Big 12. Which is, you know, um, you know, the, the Texas is is a very good program. Uh, they're they're only going to get better when I think going I think going into the SEC, um, and I'm sure that Arch Man, Manning wants to be able to compete in the SEC like his grandfather did, like his two uncles did, and, and like his dad did before. Again, the injury took him away from football. So uh, it'll be interesting to see, if, you know, what was said behind the scenes. The other thing is the NIL deal. You know, I understand. You know, look, yes, Arch Manning and the, and the Manning family has money. But money's money, okay, at the end of the day. Uh, I'm wondering, again, how that NIL deal is going to look when it's all said and done. Uh, is it going to be one of the more lucrative NIL deals that we've seen uh, in college football? Because you would think it would be. This is a guy that, again, every major university uh, that was out there wanted, wanted a piece of Arch Manning. They wanted to get him on campus. They wanted to wine and dine him. They wanted to, they wanted to get him to take the picture in the jersey, you know, the whole nine yards. And he did, look, he, in his defense, he, he went and, and he checked out all these different colleges. Uh, it was uh, himself, his mom, uh, uh, Cooper. Um, uh, I'm sure that sometimes, think, sometimes uh, uh, there were some others that were involved in it. Ed's going to tell us more because Ed's been following us a little, a little bit closer. But they did their due diligence. And ultimately, again, uh, they came up with the University of Texas. Now, I do find it curious that it's on the, on the eve of the Manning Passing Academy because this kind of diffuses now where's Arch going to go uh, because we know where he's going to go now. So, again, we'll see how that plays out. But, you know, congratulations. Wish him all the luck in the world unless he's playing the home teams. And, uh, but no surprise here to this talk show host uh, that, he, that he committed to a school outside of the state of Louisiana. And I'm not mad at the boy. I'm not mad at him at all. Okay, you've got to do what's right for you. You've got to do what's right for your family, for, you, for your career. And if ultimately you want to go to the University of Texas, you go to the University of Texas. I've always said this. You know, 18-year-old kids, 17-year-old kids, it's a tremendous amount of pressure on these kids that are being put on when it's recruiting, and now you've got NIL to go along with it. Okay, it's a tremendous amount of pressure because now you're going to be bringing home to money to mom and dad. 
And what, what again, what if you're not in a situation like maybe Arch where, again, they, 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 they have money and they're well off? Uh, you know, maybe, again, this, this NIL money that you're getting as a high school student going to college is, again, how, you're gonna pay, how your family's going to pay the bills for the next few years. So there's a tremendous amount of pressure on these young kids. So if they ultimately, again, decide to go out of state, I never get angry at them. You know, it is what it is. Some kids have never been out of, out of their city, much, much less, again, the, uh, you know, their, their small town or, or, or parish or county that they're involved in. So uh, to me, if, you know, they want to get out, they get a little taste of, of, again, somewhere else, living somewhere else. There's nothing wrong with that. There really isn't. Uh, but in this case, I didn't think Arch Manning was going to commit to LSU. D- didn't think Tulane had a shot. Uh, and I figured it was going to be – I figured it would be out of Texas and Georgia. That's how it looked like down the stretch, especially when uh, was Eli Holstein uh, committed to Alabama. Uh, you figured that, again, the handwriting was on the wall there. And the University of Texas uh, has the prize recruit. Arch Manning commits for the 20, uh, in the 23-23 class. Draft night not tonight for the Pelicans. Man, I'm excited. Can't wait. Uh, this is just – this is so good to be in the position they're in right now. But let me just say this, ladies and gentlemen. And we've got Will Guillory on today at um, – at uh, 5.15, we've got Ali Cassell on tomorrow at uh, 5.15. Uh, and, and we'll talk a lot about that with both of those guys. But, you know, I hear all this, this, you know, this thing that, you know, the lineup is set. Uh, there's no place to put another player. Uh, the player, you know, this is, a, this, is a, uh, this is a lineup that is ready to go. And, 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 and there's, there's, again, you know, the, the, what? Uh, uh, did they win a championship this year? I mean, are, are, are the sports writers out there projecting the Pelicans as the champion next season? So you're telling me there's no room for another great player? I mean, come on, ladies and gentlemen. That, that, that's a little ridiculous. You know, so my thing is, you go into this, this situation of the eighth pick trying to get the best possible player you can. And it doesn't matter if that is a situation where you're moving up to get the player that, that again, maybe you covet. Maybe you're staying at eight and hoping, again, that that player falls to you. Maybe, again, you're trading back and getting some other assets that can help you with this team. Or maybe, again, you're trading out the pick altogether and getting a, a veteran player that could come in and help you immediately. Look, I understand, understand the salary cap situation and understand that, again, that it's going to be a little bit dicey going forward. But that's every NBA team, especially if you're having an opportunity to be able to win. I mean, the Pels, are, 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 they're in the middle of the pack this year, okay, as far as, far as the, um, the salary cap. The, 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 the year Van Gundy was there, they were in the top ten. They want to talk about overpaying, right? And Mrs. Benson has already said that, again, if they're going to be close to a championship, she'd be willing to go over the luxury tax threshold. So to me, if there's a veteran player that's being dangled out for the eighth pick, and again, maybe again you're coming off the contracts of Devontae Graham, uh, Deont- Deontay Graham, pardon me, not Devon- yeah, Devontae Graham, uh, and also, again, um, even though I'd hate to see him go, and I really wouldn't. I know a lot of people are down on Garrett Temple. I just think from the bench what he did in, in, ter- in terms of, you know, giving that, uh, giving the young players the benefit of his veteran experience. Uh, I, I think that you know there are some things that that veterans can do for you that ne- can't necessarily do on the court anymore, but they can do in the locker room. They can do on the sidelines, especially with a young team. So uh, from that standpoint, I hate to see him go. But look, when you're trying to be able to clear some salary to bring it, to bring in a better player, you do what you got to do, right? So I mean, Garrett Temple's on you know five, four point nine this year, five point one next year, and then a, and then a qualifying offer for the, the following year for five point four. Million. So, you know, to me, that money could be used well, uh, better elsewhere if all Garrett Temple is going to be as a mentor. I've said I think he should be able to go in and uh, they should elevate him into the coaching staff, do a buyout with him, and, and then go that way. But remember, even on a buyout, uh, you're still, you're still uh, again, responsible for the salary. So, t- to me, I'm going for a veteran if I, ha- if I got a chance. If I got a chance to add another veteran to this roster, 
uh, that that is that is going to push one of the players that that again got significant playing time last year and going to make this team better. Iron sharpens iron, right? I'm going for it. I'm going for it because one thing we've learned, and I've said this over the last few weeks, the way the NBA schedule set up now, and, and again, it's a, it is a game of attrition. You know, can you stay healthy for the full 82? Uh, then when you get into the playoffs, how healthy are you? And you can never have enough good basketball players on your roster. And so, I mean, some people, some guys emerge and come on. We saw the three rookies do that last year for this team. Look, I hope there's not going to be a rookie slump, but there could be. We've seen it in the past with, with players, right? You know, hopefully these guys are in the gym like we know they are. They're getting better, and they're going to be, uh, again, a better version of what they were last year. But to me, you've got to, you've got to continue to try to get better every single year. And the, the, the Pelicans have stockpiled draft picks now. Uh, they've got cash, and they've got the maneuverability if they need to to be able to move things around to be able to bring on another player or two. Uh, I don't want to hear the roster set with 14 because you know what? Uh, th- that just makes no sense because you're always, you always want to try to get better. You always want to try to get better. So I'm interested to see how they're going to do with the eighth pick tonight, whether they're going to use, utilize that pick, whether they're going to trade that pick, bring in a veteran, especially a veteran that could probably help them right now, uh, that will get into that rotation immediately. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. But I'm all for getting better, and it doesn't matter how. And this, this thing that this roster is frozen, Come on, it's not frozen. It's not frozen by any chance. Okay, you can always get better, and they need to get better, and they should be getting better every chance they get. And I'm sure David Griffin, after the flirtation that he had in the beginning of the season with the possibility of him not having a job and the way he's turned this thing around, he's thinking the same thing. I'm getting better. It doesn't matter, again, what we may – look, you may fall in love with the roster because, again, it was, you know, the way they played and everything else, but at the same time, you know, you can't win a championship, again, if you don't have the best club, uh, club on, on, the, uh, on the floor, and that needs to be the goal, period, the end. As I close, <laughs> the, the level of frustration with, with, with the Mayor of New Orleans at an all-time high, um, she's on another junket, believe it or not. She, she went to Switzerland. Um, and, of course, this comes on the heels of uh, the, the continued problems that we're having with crime. You know, at least three to four people shot at night. Period. The end. Right. Um, and of course, you know, carjackings, everything else that's going on, the infrastructure, the the, the issues that we're having right now in terms of um, of uh, making sure that the, that the uh, that uh, the we can we can restock the NOPD. I mean, there's so many problems in the city right now that to be able to have an absentee mayor. Uh, and she's literally this was literally again. This is old school here. This is create a sister city. Right. All right, so create a sister city, and and then you can go on a junket. I mean, that, that's the bottom that, that's the bottom line here. Okay, so Switzerland. Do we have a sister city in Switzerland? Well, again, we do now. Ascona, Switzerland. So she's going up there for the Ascona Jazz Fest. Okay, supposedly again they put out a a, um, uh, a press release after she was already on her way out, saying that again that they have the same issues that we do because they're a, a um, a city that is near the water, and they're dealing with climate change and rising seas. Give me a break, okay? This is a political junket. This is a way for her to see the world on the dime of the taxpayers of the city of New Orleans. And I've been saying this since they gave me a microphone and I started talking about the the city and, and what's going on. We need, as a city, as citizens, as citizens of Louisiana and citizens of New Orleans, to have a law that says you cannot take, again, a trip on the tax 
next dime. Now, if somebody wants to pay for you to go somewhere, to be able to cut a ribbon, be part of a, of a symposium, whatever, that's fine. But the taxpayers of the city of New Orleans should not be, again, financing the mayor to be going to Reno and Switzerland and Japan and China, uh, you know, Cuba. I mean, this is every single mayor when they get into their second term, especially. And she's no different. With the city imploding in front of our very eyes, she's in, she's in Ascona, Switzerland, saying a, doing a, a, uh, a sister city, uh, signing a sister city proclamation. Give me a break. Give me a break. Nobody can be happy about this, okay? Nobody can be happy about this because this is just taking advantage of the system, taking advantage of the system. She was in the Netherlands again when she first started her term. Tell me what she brought back from the Netherlands that we have done in this city, okay, that she learned. Nothing. I can go right down the line on all the trips. And it's not just her. It was Landry before her. It was Negan before, before, before him. It was, it was, it was Mark uh, Morial before, before uh, Negan. It was Bartholomew. It was, it was, it was also, it was also uh, Dutch. They all did it, and they all continue to do it because they can get away with it. They can get away with it. You know, you go on these political junkets in the name of again uh, research or trying to be able to, you know, well, well, do something econo- having economic development. You show me from going to what Ghana. To, to, to Switzerland and everywhere, the economic development that has come from these trips. You show me how, again, she's helped in terms of trade, a company that's been, been domiciled here, uh, again, uh, some, you know, anything. Show me anything, that, again, that has come out of this that is a net positive for the city. And I'll say that, I, that again, you can't. You can't. These are, are simply uh, political junkets uh, that, that, are, that are really vacations, okay, really vacations for the politicians. And... Uh, well, I tell you what, you really gotta, you you gotta really, really, really uh, have some big cojones to to be able to again to take another junket to go to Switzerland of all places to be able to set up a sister city proclamation with Ascona, okay, with everything that's happening in this city right now. Shame on you, Latoya Cantrell. All right, we're gonna take a break. We come back. Ed Daniels of WGNO TV is gonna join us on the program, uh, and of course we'll we'll talk. Uh, Arch Manning with him. We'll talk Pelicans. We'll talk Saints. We'll do it all. Uh, coming up in the second hour, it's going to be Will Guillory of The Athletic and also Jordy Collada of uh, The Jordy Collada Show. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Well, I'll tell you what, I was talking to Jason Burkhardt today. Uh, it, it's amazing, but it's not because, again, he says it every year to me. Uh, the number of people that are calling, again, where that need air conditioning help. It's overwhelming sometimes for, for some of the companies. All I can tell you is this. At Burkhart, they are doing everything possible to dispatch their, their, their vehicles out to you as quickly as possible. Fifteen trucks in the field, Nate certified technicians. They're working overtime. They're working after hours. They have after-hour service in case your, your AC breaks down. But, again, they see it coming. They know it's coming. They, they prepare for it. They have the parts in stock for, for your system. It's just a matter of, again, how many, how many customers can you reach in a day? And they're doing everything possible to get to each and every one of you. So, again, if your AC breaks down and you don't want to be gouged, cheated, or be given the runaround, go to Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home or your business. Burkhardt is authorized to service it. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. It is the William Grant. I'm sorry, it's not. It's, it's, that's tomorrow. Uh, it is uh, Thursday. So, again, today's program is brought to you by uh, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's, Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant. I'm trying to get to Friday. I am. I'm trying to get to Friday. Uh, remember, folks, this weekend, 
uh, anytime. Get out there and enjoy a fantastic meal at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Mambo's, Oduwans, Cookery, lunch and dinner. That's seven days a week, and they're open late. We'll be right back. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast Baconator. Don't let breakfast be boring when it could be better. Wendy's Breakfast Baconator will have you feeling sunny side up all day long. Wake up to fresh cracked eggs, savory sausage, and oven baked bacon, of course. Order it and start looking forward to tomorrow morning at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours only. Look out for delays on 10 eastbound from City Park to the high rise. Delays are heavy if you're traveling on 10 westbound from Franklin Avenue to Canal. And then delays pick back up on 10 westbound right at Clearview. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. In the meantime, look out for accidents. Chef at Jordan Road, also Franklin Avenue at North Claiborne, also Napoleon at South Durbany, and Barone at 6th. I'm at Robinson broadcasting for the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. 
Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. So in life throws you uh-ohs. Just say better get Mako. And visit the paint and auto body experts at Mako today. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Get on by. Again, no, voted number one uh, restaurant by Metairie by TripAdvisor. Man, I tell you what, it's a Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. It's a unique, perfect combination. Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Uh, when I say sports culture, the memorabilia, it's like being in a museum. Some one-of-a-kind items you've seen nowhere before. I mean, it's amazing. Again, and then, of course, for watching the ball games, come on, 30-plus TV screens. Also, again, you have, you have televisions in the restrooms. You'll never miss a play. And then, of course, uh, the menu's fantastic. Something for everyone, again, from uh, that uh, uh, Mardi Gras pasta that I love, great burgers. they got a burger challenge for you over there if you're up to it. Also fantastic barbecue ribs. I mean, look, pasta dishes, uh, traditional uh, um, uh uh, 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 Creole cuisine uh, for you. Uh, get out there and enjoy a great meal over at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Remember, you can order online uh, for delivery, or again, you can uh, check out the entire menu at bobbybears.com. They're open seven days a week. They're open late. It's 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. It's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. It's so good. Yeah, get out there and get a, get a great meal at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, joining us on the program, Ed Daniels, WGNO-TV, Channel 26 Sports. Ed, how you doing, bud? Hey, Eric, what's up, buddy? Not too much. Um, I'm so about to tell you, the, the timing of having you on the show today is, like, like you know, impeccable uh, mm-hmm. because you've been all over this Arch Manning situation since day one, and we found out this morning he, he committed to Texas. Right. Um, can you give us a backstory? Can you tell us a little bit about the recruitment? Uh, um, I don't want to just mm-hmm. turn the floor over to you, my friend. Well, I know that, uh, you know, Texas was all in on him from the beginning, and I think that you have to, not that the other schools didn't do a good job of recruiting him, including LSU. And But I don't think it was, I think it was really between Texas and Georgia and maybe Alabama uh, third. But um, I think that Texas did a great job of recruiting him. I think that he and uh, Steve Sarkeesian have a very good relationship. And, um, you know, I just think that... Um, it was one of those deals where Texas has been all in on him from the beginning. They didn't recruit another quarterback. And, you know, um, I had a, you know, someone over at Newman tell me that, you know, it was, they were all in. If they didn't get him, then they weren't going to have a quarterback in their class because um, that, that's how desperately they, they wanted Arch. And, um, you know, I think, I think it's a good move for Arch. Uh, I think that, um uh, it's a program that is moving forward. I think Steve Sarkeesian is a is a really good uh, offensive football coach, and he's a he's a good developer of quarterbacks. So I, I think that it's a it's a good fit for him, and and I think the best thing is is that he's going to be in the Southeastern Conference at some point. 
which is which is really great. And I know, you know, our station, we, we have the SEC package coming up in 2024, and we're right. going to have a lot of primetime games in that deal on a Saturday night. And you can you can bet you that, that Texas will be on their share. This is a huge thing for them because now the one thing that they have is they have their quarterback position set up. You know, they've got Quinn Ewers, who was at Ohio mm-hmm. State, the, the kid originally from Texas who transferred back to back to the University of Texas. They've got him, and now they've got Arch. So I, I think for the next, you know, five years, they're probably set up at that quarterback position. And um, what's interesting is the Mannings obviously, again, want to know a lot about what type of offense is going to be run. You mentioned Sarkeesian and Arch. Again, really getting along, and then the family kind of liking, again, what Sarkeesian's doing. It was kind of the same thing with David Cutcliffe. I mean, you, you go back to Peyton at Tennessee yeah, and then eventually Eli yeah. at Ole Miss, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good comparison. You know, David Cutcliffe at, T- at Tennessee, Eli with David Cutcliffe at Ole Miss. Um, I think that's a really good comparison, Eric. And I just think that they uh, – the, but the most important thing is is that the young man in Sarkeesian, I think, hit it off really well. And um, I know that that's been a really good relationship for a long time. And I really felt that as as early as this time last year, that it, that that someone that Texas was the leader in the clubhouse, and someone was going to have to change that. And you know, Georgia worked it very hard. I, I know that the Mannings have a lot of respect for Kirby Smart and Todd Munkin, who's the offensive coordinator there. I think is making two million dollars a year now. And they have a lot of respect for for Todd Munkin and uh, Kirby Smart, and um, and they have a lot of respect for Nick Saban and Pete Golding, who worked Pete Golding worked very hard on this arch thing. And I and I got to tell you, the uh, the quarterbacks coach at um, at LSU uh, worked really hard on this on uh, arch too. But I, I I always felt that it was a Texas leader in the clubhouse, and someone was going to have to beat them out and. Um, you know, it's not going to happen. I think the most interesting thing about today is, you know, I I talked to Archie today, and the family's saying mm-hmm. nothing, and the young man's not going to have a press conference. Wow! And well, you know, the Manning Passing Academy is this weekend, right? So they're not able right, to speak it, on it, it then. And, and like Archie told me today, he said, "Look, we have a camp to run, and we're right. running our camp." So um, I think it's admirable. The one thing that that's interesting is that it's somebody a long time ago. Whenever Peyton got drafted, 98, 97, whatever it was, I think it was 98, mm-hmm. whenever, whenever Peyton got drafted, and, of course, he was the first pick in the draft, uh, he didn't want to go to the draft because he didn't want to go through all the hugs and the television and all of that stuff. Uh, he just wanted to get down and play football. And, you know, here we are. Uh, here we are 24 years later, and history is really repeating itself because – uh, you know, Arch wants no part of it either. And you know what? I think that's admirable. Look, I'm I'm not going to knock any kid who goes on and he does the thing with the hats and all that other stuff. If that's sure. that's what 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 they think, that that's fine. The the only thing about Arch is, look, he just chose to handle it in a different way, and he's comfortable mm-hmm. with it. And that's just the way it is. Yeah, and look, we'll see, we'll see how things work out. 
I'm wondering again, uh, and that's you know that this the big question is supposed to be 2025 for the for Texas and Oklahoma to come in the SEC. We've yep. seen the defections from the American Athletic Conference and of course BYU going into the uh, Big 12 in 2023. How quick with, will that maybe hasten them to get into the SEC? Will it be before 2025? Will it be four? Will it be three? Mm-hmm. And then of course for Arch Manning, obviously he'd like to get to the SEC as quick as possible because that's where he probably wants to compete. And, of course, let's mm-hmm. say if he, if he redshirts this upcoming year, then he's got at least two more years before the NFL comes calling. Right. So, uh, obviously, they, they, well, pro- I'm sure Texas would like to get in the SEC with him as well. Yeah, you know, I, I think, that's, I think that's, uh, uh, that's a solid point because, um, you know, some people have mentioned a redshirt to me, and you would say, wait a minute, he's going to redshirt? Well, if you go back to 1999, 2000, somewhere in there, whatever, Two, yeah, 2000, I think, 99 maybe, Eli redshirted. And a lot of people don't remember yep. that. When Eli was yep. at Ole Miss, mm-hmm. he was a, he, it, took him, it took him five years to play four. Eli redshirted. Yep. So, so, uh, and a lot of people don't, don't remember that. But, uh, but Eli, was a, Eli did not play his first year. And I wouldn't be completely shocked if that happened because – if he's got 2022, of course, is his senior year coming up, and then if he set out 2023, then you know he would—I I don't know—I guess be the starter for two years, maybe three. I don't know. I don't know how that all plays out. I'm really not sure, but um, it's just—it's um, an interesting—you know—it's an interesting dynamic. But as far as Texas, I've been waiting on two things, Eric. Number one, would ABC buy out CBS out of the last year or two of that SEC package. That has mm. not happened yet because mm. after this year, there's only one more year left. So I, that hasn't happened to date. And I know there was a lot of speculation on the internet, internet that that would happen, that they would strike some deal with the SEC to get it earlier. That hasn't happened yet. And uh, as far as Texas um, you know, I would hope that by 2024 they would be in the league, but I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know what's going to happen there. Well, I, I just, you know, again, I just think there's going to be a lot of pressure for them to, for them to get over. I mean, I just do. I mean, again, especially right. the, 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 the Big 12 is going to be crowded now with, with again, the, those, uh, those American athletic defections and BYU. So why not, again, get it over with and move on? It's not like they can't afford it, the, the exit fee. You know, sure. Uh, when it's all sure. No, I no, I get it. I get it. Uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, you know, I remember when when Brian Kelly uh, took the LSU job. He said he wanted to compete compete in the American League East. Well, <laughs> he's certainly in the American League East now, and yep. you know, to adding Texas and Oklahoma is only going to ratchet that up. I just think that I, you know, I since I'm a little boy, Eric, and and a, and a, a lot of people listening to this program or mm-hmm. you know. Ninety-nine percent of them probably are, are younger than me, or or close to it. Or us. <laughs> but 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 I remember as a as a child uh, right. what it was like to, to be around before there was pro football in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and college football was the only game in town. And I think it was king. I think the SEC is going to be bigger than it's ever been yeah. in a couple of years. I think it's going to yep. be just absolutely astronomical on Saturday. I 100% agree. Hey, Ed, uh, let me switch gears to the draft tonight. Pels have the eighth pick. I said it earlier today. I keep hearing about a man. There's no roster spots available. I don't, I don't want to hear that anymore. I mean, you want to get better. 
And, I, and if that means bringing in a veteran, if that means, again, moving up in the draft, whatever you got to do, again, if somebody loses a roster spot, it, it is what it is. You've always got to be getting better. What do you think they do tonight? Do they stay at eight? Do they trade out? Do they, do they, do they trade for a veteran? What direction do you think they're going? Well, if you look at and look, what David Griffin's been done in the past. He has not been afraid to trade, correct? And um, correct. you know, it's it's turned out it's turned out pretty well. Now, last year, um, you know, they had arguably one of the best drafts in the NBA, and you know, they got Trey Murphy in the middle of the first round. I think Herb Jones was picked thirty-five. Correct. So, um, you know, I I, I just think that when you Look at what they've done. I think that you you just have to trust their scouting. Um, it's obviously been pretty good. I just hope that they don't get lured into one of these guys who is a project who can't shoot right now. Mm-hmm. And I know there's at least one or two guys like that in this yeah. draft. Okay, I hope they don't because I think that uh, shooting is at such a premium right now in the NBA. And I, I don't know how you can draft a guy who doesn't do that well. Do you? And hope no, that I know. And look, they got some great shooting coaches here, but you've got to be able to shoot the ball. And especially for the Pelicans now, I think that is that's got to be their focus. They got to have a guy that can three and D. So again, a guy that can hit threes and play defense. That's got to be the focus going forward because we can never have enough good shooters. And and again, we the depth you have to have quite great depth to win a championship in the NBA. Well, you do. Um, I, I think you have to have great depth, but um, uh, I think that you, you just also you got to have three really outstanding players. Okay. And, and if you have Zion along with right. C.J. McCollum and um, Brandon Ingram, and Brandon Ingram, then I then I then I think you have a chance. I, I do. I think you have a chance. It it could get. I think it could be a really if 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 Zion Williamson, you know trends the way he's been trending lately it, it can't be anything but a positive and hopefully all of this other stuff that that is uh that has reared its ugly head in the past is gone you know the one thing i'm i'm just curious to see you know who do they move i you know i think one of the prime guys that, that they would look to move in any kind of deal would be Devonte graham Agreed. because his minutes were taken last year mm-hmm. late in the season by alvarado right right Yep, and they yep. gave Alvarado a contract. It wasn't a hefty one, but they they no. they made a commitment to him for a few years. So uh, I just think that um, you know that's a possibility. But I remember when they didn't have when after five or six they didn't have anybody who could really play. And now they've mm-hmm. now they've got thirteen or fourteen guys who can play. That's fantastic. No, it is fantastic, but but again, I I don't think fans could fall in love with those fourteen or fifteen. I think you've always got to be trying to get better. Oh, no question. Look, look, you know, um, the, there's no doubt that the bar has been set higher here. When they convene, when when fall camp gets here in, in September, you know, people aren't going to be talking about making the playoffs. They're going to be right. talking about winning rounds in the playoffs. Would you right. agree? Final Four is what they're talking about. Are you kidding? Right, me? <laughs> and, and exactly. And look, that is not easy in the West. No. Look at the year. Look at the year that Denver had this year. Mm-hmm. They had a great regular season, but guess what? The playoffs started. They didn't even get a sniff. Am I right? True. Absolutely. So, and I mean, and and, and Jokic was the MVP in the league, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, look, you you gotta be you gotta be exceptional to have a chance. Now, you know, I don't know about exceptional, 
You know, I was telling somebody uh, when we were watching the NBA Finals in the last couple of weeks, Eric, mm-hmm. I didn't think either one of those teams were great. Did you? No, I didn't. But, but again, they they did certain things very well, and they got a little lucky. And, and, and that has a right. lot to do with it as well. Right. Uh, for for Golden know, State, so, they were really good with the three. That really helped them. Boston, mm-hmm. when they won games, they won games with, with, their, with their, obviously their height and skill, but also when they lost games because they turned the ball over so much. Right. They didn't have a point guard. They didn't have a true right. point guard. Right. No. Well, you know, look, I just think that uh, for a small market team, it's hard to put those championships together unless you have a guy like Tim Duncan on your team. But, you know, the one thing the Pelicans – you got to give you got to give David Griffin and and Trajan Langdon and their entire staff a lot of credit because there is no doubt from year to year they have improved their roster yep. dramatically. It didn't look and like that I at the think, beginning of the season though. Right. But, and but I they, think they, it's but, fair but to say turnaround. too. Yeah, I think it's fair to say too, Eric, look, when it comes to the Anthony Davis trade, they fleeced the Lakers. Absolutely. I mean, they, it's, it's they the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> what's that? It's the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, there's no doubt. And look, and it's not over yet. So right. if they turn around and they get a stellar player, if they get a stellar player in this draft with the pick that they got from the Lakers, and and they've already gotten some really good players. I remember Josh Hart was part of the deal that went to help them get C.J. McCollum. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, they, they, they've done extremely well with that trade. And it's not often, Eric, that you trade a superstar who is disgruntled and wants out, and you win the trade. Am yeah, I right? It's almost never. It's almost, almost never. Almost never. I mean, when you think about it, that's, right. that's like an asteroid shower, okay? Mm-hmm. And, it's and almost for the never. Pelicans to be able to pull that off was really a heist. No, I agree. And, and, and again, it's not over. Because remember, you still have picks and pick swaps left, and then you no. still got the picks and pick swaps left with, with the Milwaukee-Drew uh, right. Holiday trade. So, look, this right. team you is – you, team... you know, one of the, one of the best things – that happened in the NBA season this year, okay, is that the Lakers went in the toilet. I totally yep. enjoyed it. Absolutely. Me too. And look, I, it, it I, might I, have I love the, the, the fact that team. they fell. I love the fact that they fell flat on their face. I thought I thought it was it was it it was it was one of the best things I've seen in a long time. It couldn't happen yeah. to a nicer group. Amen to that. Amen to that. No doubt. Ed, always appreciate the time. But remember, you catch Ed Daniels and also Ken Trejo on the longest-running sports radio show in New Orleans. It's the Three Tailgaters, 10 to noon each and every Saturday. What you got coming up for us at WGNO Channel 26? Well, we're gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, at six o'clock, we're gonna talk about Arch um, and his ceiling as a player, which I think is interesting. And Kevin Mawai, the, the Pro Football Hall of Famer from LSU, was at the lineman camp in Thibodeau this week. He had some unbelievable comments about the transfer portal, which are, which are classic. And um, you, you'll see those as well. Needless to say, he is not a fan. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say something. Uh, if you guys are not checking out Sports Zone every Friday, you're missing a really good show. I've got a DVR. I check it out every single week. Uh, you got it again. I think it's a, it's a full show. It covers a bunch of different stuff uh, from high school pros uh, again to um, uh, the college. And uh, Ed, y'all done a great job with that show. Uh, I love the fact you guys are opinionated, and I look forward to it each and every week. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate you as always, buddy. All right, buddy. See you soon. Okay, man. Take care. That's uh, Ed Daniels, ABC 26, now WGNO, Channel 26. Uh, and again, at WGNO TV. 
on Twitter. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Uh, again, if you're looking for a new system for your home or your business uh, with Burkhardt, remember Burkhardt uh, and that 25% end reduction guarantee. Authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry, and then the service after the sale, impeccable. Again, you're using the latest equipment to measure your home, to get the, uh, to make sure you've got the right system for your home or your business. Everything they do is first class. Everything they're doing is, again, for customer service. They want you to tell your friends and family how you are treated. Looking for a new system? Don't sign that contract. You call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old Wall's Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant. We'll be right back. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousse of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. And Doug. Chances are you're jamming in your car right now. And since Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance, so you only pay for what you need, Limu and I are going to show you some safe car dance moves. Hit it. Everybody, check your blind spots real quick. Now hands on the wheel. Put them 10 in two and move your head like a bird do. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. You want eight of the flutes and onyx? Shira's hand-blown glassware blows right off her store's shelves. She needs an inventory manager to help keep her stock on lock. These are 100% porous silicate. Those aren't. 
Hey, can someone check the temp on the kiln? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Imagine this. You've been hurt in a car crash, but the insurance company only offers you pennies on the dollar for what you need for your injuries. You realize you should have called a lawyer, but how can you afford one now? At Dudley DeBosier, that call is free, and we are the only law firm in the state with the no-fee guarantee. That means you pay us nothing, no fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22-13578. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I want to thank Ed Daniels at WGNO Channel 26 for joining us. Will Guillory will join us in the second hour, followed by Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. Keep it right here on uh, 106.1 uh, FM. Also, again, uh, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. Uh, make sure you get out there and enjoy a great meal of cocktail at one of the Oceana Family Restaurants. We'll be right back. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good.
Six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, digital platforms, free download for your smartphone or tablet. Take the show with you anywhere. NashFM106.1.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Anchors our home base. Uh, our podcast is everywhere. And, of course, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram or our social media platforms. Uh, Jeff Duncan joined me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this afternoon at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Uh, our first rebroadcast is tonight at 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, that's WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. It'll be on one of our social media platforms this evening, and, of course, it'll be up on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. should be right now. Uh, and, of course, we'll have it on ericasher.com by the end of the weekend. Jeff Duncan of uh, Noel.com, The Advocate, Times-Picayune, and also Fox 8 Sports did a great job. Arch Manning, Saints, Pelicans, LSU, Tulane, uh, College World Series. I think I got it all. We covered it all today, so I hope you get a chance to be able to check it out. Uh, Will Guillory will join us in just a few minutes at 515. Uh, we'll talk Pels with him. Tonight is draft night for the Pelicans. And then we'll finish up with Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show at 535 this afternoon. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, The Hideout Bar, and Oceana Grill. Yes, the mothership, the number one. Uh, the first, and of course, again, uh, I, always be near and dear to my heart. We did so many uh, live remotes there over the years. Got to know the staff. Obviously, again, the Bader brothers have been really good to us on this program. Uh, but, again, Berman and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Uh, again, uh, also listed on, uh, on many award-winning uh, uh, websites in terms of, again, uh, the restaurant and the cuisine. Um, open seven days a week for you. And if you love breakfast, I'm just going to say it again. If you love breakfast, you've got to try Oceana's Breakfast. Uh, again, from the world-famous crepes. Two fantastic um, uh, uh, menu of, again, other breakfast items, including traditional, you know, eggs, grits, sausage, bacon. Uh, you can do uh, a pancakes. They have a pancake challenge for you as well. Uh, but just a delightful breakfast for you all the way around. Uh, Cajun Creole dishes uh, on, on the menu for you for, for lunch and dinner. Uh, and, of course, uh, breakfast starts at 8 a.m., goes to 1 p.m. Lunch starts at 10 a.m. and goes to 4 p.m. And dinner services from 4 p.m. until 1 a.m. until the party stops. Literally someone at Oceana Grill 24 hours a day because by the time they close, clean up, clean the kitchen, get it ready for the next day, uh, the chefs are back in the uh, back up uh, in the restaurant for 6 a.m. because they open it up right around around 8, so you know they're back ready to go. First of all, an incredible uh, uh, a layout for you when it comes to the restaurant. You can you could go and belly up to the oyster bar, get yourself a dozen oysters, watch them as they trogger your oysters. Also, again, a fantastic bar in the front of the in the front of the restaurant, an authentic French Quarter courtyard to dine in. Uh, it is also dog friendly, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Five private rooms for your next event that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. I'm telling you, spectacular. And I'm telling you, they can put on a party for you at Oceana Grill. The menu, fantastic. Uh, again, the uh, the, uh, the 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 crew over there. 
there. Uh, they look forward to, again, serving you and, again, taking care of you whenever you're having a, a meal there, a cocktail, or even, again, your next event. Family-friendly, but, again, an incredible dining experience for friends, maybe that special someone on a date. Maybe, again, you got an anniversary. Maybe it's a, you're going out for, again, a, a, a party. Get it together over at Oceanic Grill. Remember, OceanicGrill.com is the website where you can find out everything you know about o Oceanic Grill. And remember, Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street as well. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. And uh, just a fantastic place to go grab a bite to eat if you haven't tried it uh, because uh, you're missing it if you haven't. I, kinda, I got a little bit of a chuckle here uh, in, the, uh, in the break. Um, uh, one, one of my Facebook friends, um, uh, David Hennessy, uh, uh, put a picture up that, uh, of two New Orleans Saints, original New Orleans Saints, laying in the dugout at Tulane Stadium. Remember, there used to be dugouts at Tulane Stadium uh, when Tulane and the Saints played because they had these box seats that, that went around the stadium that were ground level. So, again, the Patriots couldn't see over the players, so they had to get into the dugout. Well, these two guys are laid out. It looks like, it looks like it's Doug Atkins and maybe like Charlie Durkee, who was the ex-kicker. Uh, I literally, both of them have IVs, and they're laid out in the, uh, in the dugout at Tulane Stadium uh, after a very, very hot practice uh, over, over at Tulane Stadium. Just go to my, my, my Facebook page. You can check it out there. Uh, the beautiful uniforms, the original gold pants with the black and white stripe down the side. Uh, again, the gold jer the black jerseys with the big gold numerals. Uh, I love those jerseys, those original jerseys, again, with the gold and white stripes on, 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 on the sleeves. Uh, and, of course, the, uh, the gold and black uh, and white socks uh, uh, to, to boot. Just a great uh, – those are just the – I'm nostalgic. Those are, those are just the best jerseys. I love when they, when they brought those back. Uh, I hope they bring them back again. But a uh, really, really cool picture. By the way, it, it leads me into the Saints have announced their uh, training camp dates. The rookies will report on July the 19th. The veterans report on July the 26th. And you know it's going to be hot. You know if this is any, any indication, it's going to be hot. All right, a uh, couple quick headlines, and then we'll get over to um, Will Guillory of The Athletic. Arch Manning has committed to Texas. Uh, again, the uh, sweepstakes for Arch Manning is over. This comes on, on, the, uh, on, the, on the cusp of um, uh, the Manning Passing Academy that started this weekend. So, again, Arch Manning uh, going to Texas. Tonight is draft night in the NBA. The Pels hold picks 8, 41, and 52. Uh, so we'll figure out again how that's going to happen. It starts tonight, and um, only um, only 58 picks this year. Uh, uh, Miami and I'm trying to think of the other other, other team. Uh, both had their their uh, their picks forfeited. I can't remember the second team, but there were two teams that had going to have their picks forfeited. So only 58 picks today. Uh, in the draft instead of the traditional 60. And the other one will come to me soon. You know, from the back of the brain to the front of the brain, you guys know what I'm talking about. All right, let's bring on my good friend Will Guillory uh, of The Athletic. Does a great job covering the New Orleans Pelicans for, for The Athletic. And uh, he joins us now on the program. Will, how are you? I'm doing well, man. Appreciate you for having me on. Will, Will do you remember who the other, other team was that, that forfeited their picks? It was, it was Miami and another, another team. I just off the top of my head, I couldn't and remember it who it was. Actually, Chicago because they uh, they tampered with the Pelicans, former Pelicans point guard Lonzo Ball. Okay, so it was though it was both both those. It's only fifty eight picks tonight, which is different than the traditional sixty. Thank you for. I hated to leave the the audience hanging with that uh, because I couldn't because I just couldn't remember it. But uh, how are you today, buddy? Big day for for the Pels. Big day for anybody covering the Pels today. Yeah, this is definitely you know one of the the, the more fun days when you cover the NBA deep. Especially, you know, you get to see all these young kids live out their dream. And I think today in particular, 
because it feels like there's so much happening and there's so much that's going to happen before the end of the night because I feel like there, it feels like there's going to be a ton of trades at some point. It seems like I'll make some big moves tonight just because of the way things are shaking out in free agency and there's not as much cap room. So it feels like tonight may be the biggest night of the offseason. Well, we've already seen, uh, um, um, what is it, Grant go to um, go to Portland, right? Yesterday, yeah. Jeremy Grant, he went to Portland. Uh, we've seen a bunch of second round picks moved. Uh, the, the Lakers got into the back, back in, in the, they're in the 35 pick now, 35th pick now. But I'm with you. I think there's going to be a lot of movement in this draft, and I think the Pels could be one of those ones that they might be moving all over the board before it's all said and done. Yeah, I mean, David Griffin has shown he has a willingness to move around, get creative with uh, his draft pick. They moved back uh, last year with the, the, the Jonas Valanciunas trade. They ended up getting Trey Murphy at number 17. They moved back. During the Zion draft, uh, going from four and adding all those picks that turned into Jackson Hayes and Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Didi Luzada. So uh, David Griffin, has, if he hasn't shown anything, he's shown he's willing to get creative with all trades. So, so I wouldn't be surprised if he gets involved, whether it's something big or small tonight. Let's talk about it. You've done a lot of research on this over the last few weeks. You know what the needs are for this team. Uh, you really don't know who's going to be there at eight because you're at eight. Uh, but if they stay at eight, who do you think falls and who do you think is, 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 the, is the best fit for this team and why? Yeah, I think the two guys that I have at the top of my list are uh, Dyson Daniels and Benedict Matherin, two very different players, uh, but I think they can both add, you know, things that the Pels need. Uh, Dyson Daniels is a big guard, uh, played in the G League last year, great defender, kind of does all of the little things on the court, reminds me of the, you know, like a little bit of Lonzo Ball, a little bit of Derek White. Uh, some Malcolm Brogdon in there. I think he's a really talented kid who can, you know, add a bunch of things to Pels need as far as perimeter defense, just another ball mover out there. If he gets better with his three-point shot, I, can be, I think he'd be a really good role player. And Benedict Bathurst, you know, just a classic bucket-getting-two guard, guy who can shoot the three at a high rate, get to the basket, make plays in transition. Was really a fun player to watch at Arizona, hit a bunch of big shots there. So I think those are the two guys I got the top, at the top of my list, and I think Dyson Daniels would be the one if I were the Pelicans, and I'm hoping that it's still going to be on the board at number eight. Will, Will Gilliard, the Athletic, is with us. Will, what's the chance of them trying to be? Look, they've got a lot of future picks. they got assets. they got some players that they wouldn't be, be afraid to move off of as well. What's the chance of them trying to move into the top four? I don't think it's that likely. I think it's more likely for them to move back, if anything, just because I think uh, they feel pretty good about the guys who are going to be available at number eight, and I don't think they want to give up as much to jump up to, to number four to go get a Jay Nivey or something like that. I think they'll feel pretty good about landing either one of those guys I mentioned, Matherin or, or uh, Daniels. Uh, so I think it's more likely if those two guys are off the board, Matherin and Daniels, and I think the Pels would consider moving back uh, just because I know there's going to be teams who will want to jump up to number eight, whether it be the Knicks or Charlotte. Washington, one of those types of things. So I think, it's just, like you said, it's just a matter of how the draft board plays out, but I think it's more likely they move back than move up. Also, there's been some talk about the possibility of moving out of this draft with the eighth pick, uh, maybe packaging a veteran or two to try to move and get, a, get another veteran that can be part of this rotation. How likely is that? And then if, it, if, if you do agree it, it's going to happen, what are they looking for? What type of veteran are they looking for? What position? Uh, or what, what's the skill set they're looking for? Yeah, that's what we always talked about. They need, you know, more size on the perimeter, more defensive-minded guys, guys who can knock down those open shots. 
uh, the typical, you know, type of role players you want around high volume scores, like they have on this roster with CJ and Zion and BI. Uh, but I think it's not as likely. I really, I really do think they see this draft as a big opportunity to add a cheap asset, a younger guy who they can add to this core moving forward. And knowing that you have that Zion extension coming this summer, that this, this roster is going to get real expensive very soon. Where you're paying Zion, you're paying CJ, you're paying BI. So I think to add a guy where you can have him under contract for four to five years at a relatively low number, I think that's a big opportunity for this team when you're building out the roster as a whole and realize you don't really have that many opportunities to add a guy like this, especially with this team hoping to be a, a deep playoff team from here on out. I think this will be the last time they pick top 10 in, in a while. At least that's what they hope. So getting this opportunity, I think, is going to be a big one for them just to add a younger piece that could be cheap for them for a couple of years. There have been rumors of Contavious uh, Caldwell-Pope possibly being, being part of a package. Put a percentage on that happening. I've seen that one. I don't think that is as likely because I think I'm not sure why Washington would want to do that when you get rid of KCP and add on Devontae Graham where he's got more years left on his contract. He's not as good a defender as KCP. So I think, you know, there are a ton of rumors going around draft time and we're going to see even more tonight. I think that's what people do is just throw stuff out there to see what can stick, see if they can affect, you know, value and all of these trades. But that, that one I just was kind of confused. I don't know why Washington would want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they've got two picks in the second round, 41 and 52. We've heard the possibility of draft and stash. We've heard the possibility of them packaging that and trading it, uh, especially if, again, if you don't have the room on the roster, maybe, again, utilize those picks and, and having those players down in the G League over in, in Birmingham. How do, they, how do you think – what do you think they're going to do in the second round? Because, look, after Herb, after Herb Jones last year, and, and we've seen this traditionally, second rounders – a lot of people think second rounders are just throwaway picks. There's town in the second round. No doubt. And remember, this is the team that found Najee Marshall and Jose Alvarado as undrafted Amen. free agents, right? So uh, this team knows how to find value there late in the draft, after the draft, using those two-way contracts. This team has had a, a lot of success with that. And uh, to be honest with you, I would be surprised if they use both of these second-round picks tonight. I think they're going to try to wheel and deal and see what they can get for those two picks. I, I do agree with you that the success of Herb Jones last year kind of makes you feel like you have to use at least one of those picks, right, to see if you can – strike gold mm-hmm. again but yeah i think just with the roster construct this team already has 14 guaranteed contracts and that's not including the number eight pick going to the next year so just knowing that i think that just won't be as many options for this team to use up those picks to make trades and stuff like that so i think they'll try to move at least one of those picks and we'll see what they can get but yeah like i said david Griffin is going to be willing and dealing that's what we expect you know come draft time will gillery the athletic is our guest Will, I want to talk about Zion. I mean, what, what in 180 from, from where we were in the beginning of the season, all, all the scuttlebutt, the talk nationally about him not wanting to be here, the family didn't want to be here, the clashes with David Griffin. Uh, you know, I've had some reporters tell me, local and national, again, that it was ir- uh, uh, ir- the differences were ir- ir- uh, they could not repair them, okay, uh, that, um, that Zion was, not, was, was going to be shipped out this, this, this past summer. It was done. Uh, all of a sudden now, uh, Zion is back in New Orleans. He's uh, working out. I mean, you could see the difference in his body just in a short period of time. Uh, we understand now he has his own personal chef. And, and then, of course, wanting to be a pillar of the community, as you and I discussed a couple of weeks ago, or if they're the Dryads, Dryads YMCA visit. And then, of course, on a playground this week with, with a bunch of kids playing ball. I mean, uh, the, the, it just seems like it's, it's a complete 180 on the buying of Zion Williamson. And it, it 
really is a kind of a cherry on top of everything that's happened to the Pelicans this year in, in, in terms of, again, the possibility of looking at what could be next year with a healthy Zion. Talk about the transformation. Yeah, it's really been incredible just to see, you know, the entire organization, how much has changed compared to what, to where things were just kind of feeling nasty coming off of that COVID season, right? It was just the Stan Van Gundy uh, uh, saga, and then, you know, the reports with Zion Williamson that I, I put out with some of my colleagues, and then, you know, all of this other stuff going on behind the scenes, and Josh Hart maybe wanting to leave, Lonzo Ball ended up leaving. Uh, yeah, it was just a lot going on, but I think this, this team is a perfect example of what happens when, A, you put in the right type of coach that can set the culture, and two, when, when you win. I think everything kind of goes away when you win, when you feel like there's a win in the environment, when you feel like you have a winning team, and a lot of those little issues that turn into big issues, they kind of go away after a while. I think that's what you saw with this team. Uh, I think they were able to resolve a lot of that stuff behind the scenes. And I think, frankly, Zion felt the pressure of looking to see, uh, just looking around and seeing how well things are going with him not there and how – it would have been really a, you know, a, a, something to be said about him if he looked at this situation with Herb Jones, with B.I., with C.J., and he didn't want to be a part of this. That's what I kept saying. It's like, man, why, how could you see this and want to go play for the Knicks? You know what I mean? Uh, so I think that was a big part of it, just kind of Zion looking around and saying, hey, I'm in a great situation. I'm surrounded with a great roster, a great coach. Why wouldn't I want to be here? So I think that made things a lot easier. And you got to give, like we said many times on your show, you got to give the front office a lot of credit for what they did to resolve yep. a lot of the issues that they put themselves through, frankly, during the COVID year. And then hitting on these young guys, Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, Jose Alvarado, uh, just one of the, the more influential rookie classes in franchise history. I don't think that's a, a overstatement, even though those guys only played one year just because of what we're talking about here, just the effect it had on Zion Williamson and his desire to be in New Orleans, uh, I think is huge. And they hit a home run when they needed it. And I think it's going to be, you know, very interesting to just see what the future of this team looks like with Zion completely bought in. And if he's healthy, uh, I mean, they got a lot of talent on this roster. They could be very dangerous. And, and look, he can quiet, he's quieted his critics now. You know, when critics see him walking around and, and you see the weight loss, you see the muscle build, uh, you know, a lot of critics that said he couldn't lose the weight, he was lazy, he didn't want to lose the weight, you know, he was kind of coasting through his, the beginning of his NBA career. I realize there's $181 million on the line here with this extension, but again, by going out and proving that, getting in the weight room, getting out there and working out, dropping that weight, uh, that, that, that goes a long way in, again, proving that he's serious. And then, look, the other part of it is, you know, uh, you're going into a contracts talk. So you've got to also prove to the club that, again, that you realize what's on the line here. And I think he's, he's kind of checked those boxes here in the offseason, you know, as, as to say, you know, I want to be a Pelican, I want to be in New Orleans, and, yes, I'm going to do what it takes to stay in shape so that I can be on the court. Now, with that said, what do you think happens with this contract? Will there be protectors in the contract to help to, to make sure the club is protected? Will the Zion camp uh, approve those protections, uh, or, or is this going to be a stalemate? Yeah, I mean, from everything I've heard, I think it's something that's going to get done, you know, uh, very quickly. You know, once that July first date hits, it feels like both sides are very committed to just getting this out of the way and quieting the noise and making Zion feel comfortable about his future in New Orleans. I know he wants to get it done to quiet the noise. He, he, he's had enough <laughs> with the Zion rumors and all of that stuff. I think he's done a lot of the right things. And, and you know, we've criticized rightfully so for some of the things he's done as far as being sure. disconnected from his teammates, being silent through the media, allowing other people to speak for him, whether it be 
through sources or through stories and all that other stuff. I think he's done a much better job of just allowing people to see him, talk to him, feel his presence in the community and around the team. I think all of those things are very important. I think uh, part of that is getting that contract done sooner rather than later. So that's why I'm expecting it's them to get that thing done rather quickly. And going back to something you said previously as well, I think something that people kind of slept on while all of that stuff was going on is I don't think Zion ever wanted to be that guy like A.D. was in New Orleans when he made his way out of town. He didn't want to be that guy that's booed in the arena and hated in New Orleans. I think from the beginning, he's always talked about how much he loves it in New Orleans, how it's the type of city that he wants to be in. He's not about all of that big city life and all of that stuff. He, he, I think he loves the way New Orleans fits him. It fits him, And I think uh, that's something that you're seeing now that what he's doing some stuff in the community. He wants to be that figure in the community. So, yeah, I think all of that stuff is very important to him, and that all goes to uh, I think they're going to get that negotiation done rather quickly. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for your time, as always. Tell us what you got coming up for us in The Athletic and, of course, how folks can subscribe and how they can follow you on social media. Yeah, well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Will Guillory. Uh, that's G-U-I-L-L-O-R-Y. And uh, we all got the same thing going on tonight, man. It's draft night. You know, who knows oh, yeah. what's going to go on at 8, uh, trades. You know, who, it's going to be a fun night, man. I can't wait to get over there to the, to the facility and see what happens. We're going to be covering everything uh, over there at the athletic. Come check us out. And, yeah, it's a fun night, man. One of my favorite nights of the year, so I can't wait to get it started. Well, let me say this, Will, and you know this. You know, I've covered some bad teams in my career, and it's hard to be – it's the toughest thing in the world to be at that facility, having to talk to coaches and players, uh, you know, when, when things are going bad. It's rough. But when things are going good and, it, and, and, things, are, and, and things are happy around the organization, happy around the, uh, the, the team, it, uh, it's a joy to cover those teams. And it kind of feels like this is the kind of year that's going to be for the Pels. It's going to be a year where uh, you're not going to have the last few years where, you know, we've got to criticize everything that's going on, uh, that they've, they're ready to take that next step. And this is a big part of it tonight. Hey, man, I'm, I'm just looking forward to talking about basketball. No more drama. I'm not one of those drama guys. I don't want to do yep. sports and stuff. I just want to talk about basketball. If we can do that, then I'm looking forward to next year for sure. Me too. Me too. No doubt. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate the time. Enjoy tonight. Absolutely. Thank you. Will Gillery, again, uh, right here in New Orleans, again, uh, from The Athletic. Remember, uh, uh, just go to his when he on, on his um, – on his 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 page, where again his uh, his article is, you want to you want to join, you want to get Will some credit, just join right there under Will's deal, and Will will get the credit uh, with the athletic. All right, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Uh, before you hit the road uh, this summer, especially now with the heat that we've got going on, not just in the South but around the country, you better make sure that 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 car is in working um, is in working order. And how do you do that? First of all, make sure you got a good tires to get on the road. At Southern Tire, they have the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Hey, you want to go for the big time, again, expensive tires? They got you covered. You want to go for something that's kind of in the middle of the range, middle range? They got that. And, of course, if you want to go for something, that, again, that's inexpensive that you can afford, look, something for everyone when it comes to, again, this, the, uh, the sizes and, and the prices of the tires. Wales and tires at the 30 inches, and you can finance that over time. But, again, also want to keep that vehicle on the road, right? You want to make sure that you keep up with the preventive maintenance. And, then, and you know, God forbid something happens and if something breaks down, you want a company you can trust that's only going to be the, doing the work that's necessary. And they're going to be making things up as they go along. Look, I've said it before. I don't know the inner workers of my AC. I don't know the inner workers of, 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 my, of my car. Uh, you know, so I, I got to rely on people I can trust. I, I trust the, the folks over at Southern Tire and the Piazza family. Same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. 
and of course, again, ASC certified technicians. Before you hit the road this summer on vacation, bring your vehicle over to Southern Tire. Let them get, let them give you again the 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 the, uh, the, the once over, uh, give them the diagnostic test, and make you feel again comforted, comfortable as you hit the road. Southern Tire, Hickory Nail Line, and Metairie open Monday through Friday from eight to six, Saturday from eight to three. Five zero four seven three seven one five five eight is the phone number. SouthernTire.com is the website. Even got a diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot what's going on with your vehicle and bring it on over to Southern Tire. You can trust them. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972 at Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, um, Bombay Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, and the Hideout Bar. All are open late, seven days a week. You can get a late meal at each and every one of them. And, of course, uh, all, all are ready for you with Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Get great summer deals with an extra 20% off looks for any occasion when you use your coupon or Macy's card, like dressed-up looks and bags. And check out the great sandal sale, now at Macy's. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Ten eastbound, your delays are solid from Williams to Power, and delays pick back up on ten eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Ten westbound delays are solid from North Claiborne to Canal, and delays pick back up ten westbound from Bonneville to the airport. On the six ten on the westbound side, your delays are heavy from just before Canal Boulevard to the ten six ten merge, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the ten six ten merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City connection, your delays are solid from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are going to be steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And look out for an accident, Loyola at Tulane. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting for the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. 
Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Okay, we've gathered you here in Yield Conference Room to announce that thanks to all your hard work, there will be bonuses this year in the form of gift cards to Grimwald's Tavern. Throughout history, people have always been underpaid. Search jobs by salary at monster.com or download the app. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business, they are the experts. Financing is available for generators. You can pay that over time with low monthly notes. A new install quality check is something they do for their customers, part of their customer service. Everything they install for you, they come out a month later. Make sure that you're, you're uh, comfortable with, again, how they operate the system. And then, of course, Jason Burkhart will sit down with you, and uh, he'll do a consultation to find out what you're looking for for a generator because there are all types of generators that are available for you uh, to be able to power up your home and your business when the electricity goes out. After you come to an, an agreement, uh, they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Burkhardt has generators right now in their warehouse in Manville ready to install in your home and your business. At Burkhardt, they offer 24-7, 365 emergency service with all the parts you need stored in their warehouse. No excuse, just getting you up and running. So when it comes to generator sales and service, man, look, think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. They are the experts when it comes to generator sales and service. It's Burkhart. Hey, folks, don't forget this half hour is brought to you our good friends over at Mambo's, part of the Oceana family of restaurants, 411 Bourbon Street. I've told you before. I'll tell you again. you got to get over there and check it out. Uh, it's the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. As I mentioned, you walk in the front door, downstairs, first floor, beautiful picture windows overlooking Bourbon Street. You can sit right there and watch all the craziness on Bourbon Street. And, and, and as you go back toward the back of the restaurant, they got a beautiful bar right there, uh, uh, elevators on your right. But all the way to the back is a beautiful, authentic French Quarter courtyard. Uh, spectacular, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. You can have cocktails there. You can, have, you can dine there. Take the elevator to the second floor. And you got a Bourbon Street balcony that you can dine on. Again, have cocktails over there. Uh, uh, your own personal bar right there on the second floor. Again, you don't have to be running around looking for drinks. We've got a bar there. And, of course, plenty of seating to be able to dine or have cocktails. Then get on the elevator to the third floor. Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. The sight lines are second to none. You've never seen anything like it before. Beautiful bar right there, uh, right in the front. And then, of course, um, uh, plenty of seating for you to be able to dine or to have cocktails. Incredible Cajun Creole cuisine. Uh, cocktails that are made by some of the greatest mixologists we have in the city of New Orleans. All the, again, they are at all the Oceana family of restaurants. And then, of course, uh, you've got lunch and dinner served late seven days a week. So, again, seven days a week for you, staying open late. Uh, go to mambonola.com to find out more about the menu, of course, having your next event, or to be able to check out hours of operation. 
And then, of course, right next door is the hideout bar. Live music each and every day. And, of course, also a courtyard setting with an over 300-year-old building. Uh, food, drinks, fun. All part of, again, the Oceana experience, part of the Oceana family of restaurants, Mambo's, and the Hideout Bar, 411 Bourbon Street. Next time you're on Bourbon Street, make it over to Mambo's and the Hideout Bar, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right. Um, Are we ready with Jordy? Rudy? Okay, good enough. Let's bring on Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. He joins us on the program now. Jordy, how are you, my friend? Eric, how are you, man? Good to be here. Good to have you, my friend. Good to have you. Before we get started, we've got a caller on the line when we bring up Jack in River Ridge. Jack, how you doing? Hey, how y'all doing? Look, hey, I, Jack, I you got, you got some questions, my friend? Well, actually, I just wanted to make a comment because I've been Go critical of the, of the airline drive mafia when they get it wrong. But I wanted to talk about something you were talking with Ed Daniels about, how you were saying how they got, they got the best of the Laker trade. And, and, and don't, you think, don't you think it's a perfect example of why you don't let – Desperate people make those trades. Like, whoever it was on airline drive that decided that they can't let Dell Demps make the Anthony Davis trade, on the other, si- on the other side of it, the Lakers let Rob Palenka, I believe he was the one responsible yep, for doing it. he was. They let he him was. do it when he was in a desperate situation, and that's how he got hosed. Would you agree no, I with agree. that? Uh, look, first of all, everybody was screaming, don't let Dell Demps make the trade. Uh, and then, of course, that was kind of the carrot and a stick for David Griffin when, when he came here because he was going to set, he was gonna have to set it up going forward. So, no, I agree 100%. There's no doubt about it. Again, desperate people that are trying to save their jobs in a lot of cases are not worried about the club. They're worried about, the, again, their, uh, their own preservation. And in this case, this is the gift that keeps on giving with, with the Laker trade. And, and there's still more to come. There's still more to come. Jordy, what's your thoughts? No, look, I, I think that uh, New Orleans really made out well in, in that trade. And when you look at the management and the way that it's aligned right now in New Orleans, uh, I, I think that they're really set to have a big night. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see what they do with number eight, whether they package it up and make a move to see if they can bring in more players here, veterans or somebody that may fit uh, that's already in the league, or if they, 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 they turn these into more picks. So uh, I, I've loved watching the way that Trajan Langdon – uh, and, and, and everybody kind of behind the scenes has kind of gotten this thing right over the last couple of months. Jack, any follow-up? Oh, no, I, I'm going to get out of Eric, but I just want to say I hope they slow play this hand. I don't think they need to go out and make any kind of move because I think, I think some of the teams in the West are getting old, and, and, and mm-hmm. I think they don't really need to, to do anything drastic right now. They, they just need to be patient. I think it will come in the next, next two or three years the Pelicans will be in the finals or at least competitors every year. But, God, thanks for taking my call, Eric. Have a thanks, thanks so much, Jack. Appreciate the phone call. Jordy, let's stay with the Pelicans right now. First of all, let's talk about Zion. Somebody, again, look, I've said this before, people that don't know, the Jordy Collada show, again, um, has been a platform uh, for uh, Zion Williamson's camp, again, when, when they're trying to get the message out about something. Uh, look, you've seen the transformation of his body via via video yeah. and, and, of course, still photography. Um it really looks like he's really buying in this time around. And, and again, understands there's about $181 million on, on the line here. But it's good to see him getting in shape. It's good to see him working out in New Orleans. It's good to see that he's got that, that, uh, that uh, personal chef that they, they brought out at the Drives YMCA and let everybody know about that. And, and you could see the hard work paying off just in his body right now, just over the last few weeks of how much he's slimmed down. No, I think that that is a sign of his commitment and, and where he is in believing of, you know, that, that he's healthy, 
And look, E, the best thing that could have happened to Zion, in my opinion, was the year that the Pelicans had. And not only for, you know, really kind of securing his spot in the city and the franchise, but, you know, I mean, letting him be humbled a little bit and understanding that nobody's bigger than the team, nobody's bigger than the franchise, nobody, um, you know, is going to outshine this thing, and it's going to really work together as a team. And it really motivated him to get back, be around the team, be around the group, and started building chemistry. And, you know, he he was getting himself healthy, and now you can see in his body, that he, he's he's committed. He's ready to get back. He's ready to contribute. And I mean, what a scary proposition to think of him fitting in or where he would fit in, um, you know, with the way that this this team finished the season. So um, it's it's it is a very exciting time to think about what Zion and and New Orleans could could look like a year from now. Eighth overall pick, obviously, again, it might be the last time you're in the lottery for a while, depending on what's going to happen, obviously, with Milwaukee and, and Los Angeles down the line, or even the Pelicans. But, again, let's just say this is going to be one of the last times that you hope this team's in the lottery. In your opinion, do they stand pat? Do they stay in the lottery? May have to either move up or maybe move back a couple spots if necessary. Or do they trade that pick for a veteran that could come in and help now? What's, what do you think is the, the best um, uh, uh, move for this team going forward? Yeah, no, look, I've seen some propositions out there of, of, of some, some potential trade, um, you know, spots and uh, rumors going into the draft. Um, you know, I've seen uh, things out there with, with potential of, of trading with the, the, the Suns and Cameron Johnson's name floating around. Um, you know, I've also seen uh, some mock drafts that, that have New Orleans staying pat right there and, and making a run at, at, at guys like Shaden Sharp out of Kentucky or, or, or maybe even a guy like A.J. Griffin, uh, the big forward out of Duke. I mean, I, I love the youth on this team. I think it's a strong suit. Um, you, know, I'm, what, you know, no matter what it's been like for David Griffin and his staff over the past couple of years, one thing that they've seemingly uh, hit on more than they've missed has been the draft, and I, I trust them tonight. Uh, in, in making a choice, I, I, I would probably side more, day, uh, Eric, with, with, with keeping the pick, staying young, taking best player available and throwing him into the mix of, uh, you know, this young team and seeing where he can fit in. Let's shift gears to uh, the College World Series. Ole Miss now, again, moving on to take on Oklahoma. Mike Bianco looked like he was on the hot seat on his way out. All of a sudden, that particular program is resurrected. Talk a little bit about this upcoming series between Oklahoma and Ole Miss. Um, look, I think that uh, Ole Miss, you got to feel great for Bianco, man, first and foremost. I love the fact that, that Bianco has, has finally made it and into the championship. I feel like Oklahoma is the best team right now. They're playing with a lot of momentum. They've, they've saved their arms. They've gone undefeated in this tournament. They're smashing the baseball. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty electric series when you look at the offense that Ole Miss brings in and that Oklahoma brings in. Uh, but, you know, I think that, uh, you know, Ole Miss was set back today uh, with, with, with having to pitch, uh, you know, their ace in, in DeLuca. And, you know, look, he's 16 strikeouts, had a great afternoon. But, mm-hmm. you know, you burn him up, and now you're a pitcher down going into a best of three for the, for the national championship. Uh, it can be overcome, but Oklahoma's playing really tough right now. And, you know, that, I, I believe they're undefeated since the Big 12 tournament. So, um, you know, they're just playing with a lot of confidence going into the going into the series. It goes to show you, uh, again, uh, first of all, 
you got to be playing pretty good baseball for you in the SEC if you're going to be able to compete. I mean, that, that's a given. Uh, and, we, we, again, we know how talented the SEC is. But it goes to show you if a team, how a team can get hot because I can remember part, you know, part of the season where Ole Miss was, was touted as one of the best teams in the nation. But then I can remember, again, people leaving Ole Miss for dead and saying Bianco's on his way out. No, I mean, look, that was he, – he was – that was like, like six weeks ago they were talking about when he right. was coming into Baton Rouge – for that three-game set, but they swept LSU. I mean, he was on the hot seat. Um, last summer, when the LSU job was open and his name was coming up, I mean, there were fans talking about how they would drive him to Baton Rouge. I think, look, e, 21 years in any institution in, in intercollegiate athletics is a lifetime. 21 years in the SEC West uh, feels like an eternity, I'm sure, for Bianco. Mm-hmm. So, you know, same for, for the fans and same for the uh, the administration uh, you know, I mean, it, it, things can go, you know, grow stale. But um, when, when when you look at what he got out of this team over the last couple of weeks of the season, and now they here they are in a national championship, I think he really showed his value. Uh, and you know, for 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 them to have a chance to win it all is 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 incredibly impressive. What he's done, especially since I said since he pulled in here to Baton Rouge, they were coming off of a midweek loss. Mm-hmm. That, that that week when they came to Baton Rouge, I believe it was the Southern Miss. Uh, I think it was, that, that yeah. Beat, yeah, that beat them in the midweek, and they were coming in here wounded and limping, and they took three from LSU, and you know things have kind of been right since then for for Bianco and Ole Miss, and now here they are, um, you know, you know, having a chance for a national championship. Orange Manning commits to uh, Texas today. Uh, I found it curious again on the eve of the uh, of the Manning Passing Academy, and you know I thought that might have been a little calculated there on their part not to want to talk about it. Uh, I had Ed Daniels on earlier today. He said they didn't want to call a press conference to announce it. They just announced it on social media. They want to talk about it. They got a, a camp to run, but you know that's going to be that's going to be the line of questioning all weekend long with that. But what are your thoughts on 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 again Arch Manning committing to Texas rather than Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, or even LSU, who are all in the mix? Look, I, this is an incredible recruitment, and no matter how you feel about the player being, you know, underrated, overrated, properly rated, I think, you know, you really got to kind of respect the way that the Mannings handled this. Uh, I know, you know, people in our business get a little aggravated and annoyed they didn't do any media, and, they, you know, we all wanted to talk to either, you know, Arch or, or Cooper and uh, or, or somebody around it, um, you know, that had any information, and, and they, they, you know, they kept it very close. Um, and you know they they shut down social media. They didn't do uh, any any speaking media. And you know I mean Arch really kind of uh, did this on his own timeline. You know didn't do the hoopla a lot of the camps and you know obviously took the last three weeks on these official visits and uh, you know made his choice here today. And you know Texas and Sarkeesian, this is a huge moment for them and a huge recruit. Uh, I can't wait to see what the NIL stuff. Uh, is coming out on this. This is something that had to be, you know, put in place for for years now. For for Texas, uh, I can't wait to hear how, you know, really the, the 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 background of this recruitment and really, you know, what it was about about you know the the, the university and the city of Austin and the boosters and Sarkeesian and all that went into making this choice today for Arch because you know wh- whether or not he. You know, he lives up to the number one player or, or, or pans out. His, his, mm-hmm. his recruitment uh, was very different in a in a very public world, uh, you know, that, that, that recruiting and social media is. And the way that, you know, he handled that I thought was very, 
you know, just from being able to control it the entire time, being very respectable, uh, you know, be, being very respectable uh, on how he, he was able to pull that off. So, um, you know, look, I, I, I'm anxious to see how his senior year goes, and I think that, you know, by the time he takes really a, uh, you know, a meaningful snap, he'll probably be in the SEC. I know that they're not set to go to the mm-hmm. SEC until 2024, uh, but but I think that they're they're even behind the scenes trying to make that happen a little quicker. That's uh, I so understand too. It, it'll be uh, it'll be fun to see how this thing plays out. Hey, Jordy, I'm going to throw this, this to you, and I'm just gonna, I'm just going to sit back and listen. I love your show so much. I think you do such a great job with it. You have had a parade of LSU coaches on your show almost every single morning. What have you learned? I really learned that Brian Kelly has has put together a, a you know a really good as far as the chemistry goes, working staff in, in bringing in a collective, a collection of experience and guys like Mike Dembrock, who we talked to this morning, who's got such good, uh, you know, mileage in, in college football and brings in a wealth of experiences to guys like Robert Steeples and Joe Sloan, who stopped by, you know, last week, we'll talk to Matt house, the defensive coordinator tomorrow, uh, who comes in from Kansas city, um, you know, and, and, and one thing that, 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 that stands out is, you know, just the, the accountability that, that, that Kelly has instilled in the program, uh, the, the, uh, the, the way that he's got everybody on the same page, the way that he's got everybody bought in in just a short time has been really cool to hear uh, from, from those coaches and even the players. You know, we talked to Makai Gardner and Noah Kane yesterday, Two two guys that transferred in Kane from Penn State and Garner from from Louisiana Lafayette down there at ULL and you know I mean just these two guys have become instant leaders in the locker room. Uh, you know Brian Kelly has instituted something that what he calls a SWAT team where you know he's kind of got teams within the team that that creates some you know some competition uh, in all aspects of of being a student athlete whether it's academics or showing up on time to class. Uh, being there for, for, for weight training, being in the nutrition center, what you're putting on your plate in the nutrition center. I mean, nearly everything that they do during the day is graded, competed, and, and, and broken down. I mean, it's a, it's a really cool organization to see how they've, they've come in here and really kind of flipped the culture on its head. Um, and, and, you know, get here in the way that, you know, Mike Denbrock and Brian Kelly got experience working together in the past and, you know, coming back together again, um, you know, they, they, they really know each other and Denbrock's coming in after running a very successful system up there in Cincinnati with, um, you know, with, 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 uh, with Luke Fickle. So, um, he's it, just, it, it's a collection of good people. First and foremost, E. I mean, I, you know, we don't talk about that stuff on mm-hmm. on our airwaves, and you know, it's not the stuff that we break down when we're you know we're talking sports to our audience. But I mean, that's where it's got to start. You know, I mean, they, they they got a lot of good people within the organization right now that seem like they're all pulling together in the same direction, whether whether it's from the the, the support staff, whether it's from the coaching staff, or even guys on the roster. You know, I mean, I think everybody's kind of bought in, sees the vision, and Brian Kelly puts people in a place, um, you know, and just lets them go, you know, lets them run their organization, run their department. We've talked to guys in recruiting. We've talked to guys in, in nutrition. We've talked to guys right. in, uh, in, in, in the rehab and, uh, you know, in the therapy. Uh, we've talked to people in the weight room, in the equipment room. I mean, everybody is, is speaking the same language. Everybody's got a sense of enthusiasm to them. And, 
Um, you know, I mean, I, I really am anxious to see the way that LSU responds in year one under Brian Kelly. I don't expect him to win a championship. I don't expect him to to, to, to contend for, for a championship. But I think that you'll see some really, um, you know, you'll see some silver linings of uh, of discipline, organization, and, and things being instilled into the, into the program that, you know, were, were, were much needed. Yep, I would agree. With that said, we're out of time. Please tell the folks about your fantastic show and all the ways they can find it. Absolutely. Thank you, man. We're on YouTube. Easiest way to find us on the Jordy Collada Show. Just search Jordy Collada Show on YouTube. But you can also access all of that through social media, at Collada Show. Easiest way to do it. Just hit at Collada Show on YouTube, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, all social media platforms, and you'll find us from 7 to 9 a.m. And like I said, tomorrow morning, Matt House from uh, LSU defensive coordinator will be in at 7.30. You know I'll be tuning in, my friend. Thanks so much as always. We'll check in with you soon. Later, E. Thanks, man. That's uh, Jordy Collada. I'm Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. AC breaks down. Think Burkhardt. Pretty easy. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Jamie's Log, Progressive, The Harrington's Backyard, Day 4, 2.18 a.m. I've been camping outside the Harrington house for four days now, proving that Progressive has 24-7 protection. Mr. Harrington says I don't need to do this, since Progressive protects 24-7 is a pretty easy concept to grasp, but I'm going to stay and prove my point. 
Besides, there's a big tree branch over the roof, and I think it's planning something. Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Calling all dinosaur fans. Jurassic World Dominion is here. Head to Walmart now for exclusive finds you can really sink your claws into before the movie stomps into theaters. Score battling dinosaur toys, clothes, bedding, collectibles, and much more from top brands like Funko, Mattel, and Lego. Get ready to roar. Only at Walmart. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks to Ed Daniels, Will Guillory, Jordy Collada for joining us on the show. Rudy back at studio producing the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, and, of course, the Hideout Bar. Uh, all those guys for, again, supporting our program. All the sponsors that sponsor our show, go to ericasher.com for the slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our show. Jeff Duncan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports at the top of the hour at 6 o'clock. And coming up at the top of the hour here on 106.1 FM is the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. It's been a blast. We'll do it all over tomorrow for the William Grant family to still this Friday extravaganza. My name is Eric Asher. Thanks for listening. From the dog catch of the governor and even the mayor way up in Switzerland, they all got to go. Yeah, I'm